There was just one thing needed to complete the reality of the picture she was seeing, and that was added by the highest noble of her realm, the high priest of her religion, the prime minister of her government. Issus, god of death and of life eternal, he cried, arise in the might of thy righteous wrath, and with one single wave of thy omnipotent hand strike dead thy blasphemers. Let not one escape, Issus, thy people depend on thee. Daughter of the lesser moon, thou only art all-powerful. Thou only can save thy people. I am done. We await thy will. Strike! And then it was that she went mad. A screaming, gibbering maniac writhed in my grasp. It bit and clawed and scratched in impotent fury. And then it laughed a weird and terrible laughter that froze the blood. The slave guards upon the dais shrieked and cowered away and the thing jumped at them and gnashed its teeth, and then spat upon them from frothing lips. God, but it was a horrid sight. Finally, I shook the thing, hoping to recall it for a moment to rationality. Where is Dejah Thoris? I cried again. The awful creature in my grasp mumbled inarticulately for a moment. Then a sudden gleam of cunning shot into those hideous, close-set eyes. Dejah Thoris! Dejah Thoris! and then that shrill, unearthly laugh pierced our ears once more. Yes, Deja Thoris I know, and Thuvia and Fedor, daughter of Matai Sheng. They each love John Carter, Ah, but it is droll. Together for a year they will meditate within the Temple of the Sun, but ere the year is quite gone there will be no more food for them. Oh, what divine entertainment! And she licked the froth from her cruel lips. There will be no more food except each other. <laughs> the horror of the suggestion nearly paralyzed me. To this awful fate, the creature within my power had condemned my princess. I trembled in the ferocity of my rage. As my terrier shakes a rat, I shook Issus, goddess of life eternal. Countermand your orders, I cried. Recall the condemned. Haste, or you die. It is too late. And then... She commenced her gibbering and shrieking again. Almost of its own volition, my dagger flew up above that putrid heart, but something stayed my hand, and I am now glad that it did. It were a terrible thing to have struck down a woman with one's own hand, but a fitter fate occurred to me for this false deity. Firstborn, I cried, turning to those who stood within the chamber, you have seen today the impotency of Issus. The gods are impotent. Issus is no god. She is a cruel and wicked old woman who has deceived and played upon you for ages. Take her. John Carter, Prince of Helium, would not contaminate his hand with her blood. And with that, I pushed the raving beast, whom a short half-hour before a whole world had worshipped as divine from the platform of her throne into the waiting clutches of her betrayed and vengeful people. Spying Zodar among the officers of the Red Men, I called him to lead me quickly to the Temple of the Sun, and, without waiting to learn what fate the firstborn would wreak upon their goddess, I rushed from the chamber with Zodar, Carthoris, Orvastus, Kantos Khan, and a score of other Red Nobles. The Black led us rapidly through the inner chambers of the temple, until we stood within the central court a great circular space paved with a transparent marble of exquisite whiteness. Before us rose a golden temple, wrought in the most wondrous and fanciful designs, inlaid with diamond, ruby, sapphire, turquoise, emerald, 
and the thousand nameless gems of Mars, which far transcend in loveliness and purity of ray the most priceless stones of earth. This way, cried Zodar, leading us toward the entrance to a tunnel which opened in the courtyard beside the temple. Just as we were on the point of descending, we heard a deep-toned roar burst from the temple of Issus, which we had but just quitted, and then a red man, Jor Kantos, Padwar of the fifth Utan, broke from a nearby gate, crying to us to return. The blacks have fired the temple, he cried. In a thousand places it is burning now. Haste to the outer gardens or you are lost. As he spoke, we saw smoke pouring from a dozen windows looking out upon the courtyard of the Temple of the Sun, and far above the highest minaret of Issus hung an ever-growing pall of smoke. Go back, go back, I cried to those who had accompanied me. The way, Zoda, point the way and leave me. I shall reach my princess yet. Follow me, John Carter replied Zodar, and without waiting for my reply, he dashed down into the tunnel at our feet.